Hey leaders, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you about a free event that I'm hosting, your personal leadership audit live workshop. I've put the workshop together because if you want to stand out as an exceptional leader, you have to know yourself inside and out. Understanding your strengths and weaknesses is critical. And for that, you need a high degree of self-awareness and a commitment to self-reflection. Now, if you're committed to unlocking your leadership potential, then working through a self-assessment like this is going to help you to quickly identify a path to higher impact. I'll be leading you through a deep dive into the seven imperatives of my No Bullshit Leadership Framework, so that by the end of the session, you'll know exactly what areas you need to develop if you really want to stand out from the crowd. We're only opening up 150 spots, so register now at yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. That's yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more. Access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Welcome to Moments with Marty, your short, sharp shot of leadership insight to help you stay on track between our weekly episodes of No Bullshit Leadership. More and more leaders are telling me that they're totally burnt out. Now, the factors behind the increasing levels of work stress are many and varied. Burnout is a complex issue, and it's become a really hot topic in the last couple of years. I'm pretty confident, though, that if you apply a couple of relatively simple and practical remedies, you'll be able to protect yourself from burnout. Simple? Yes. Practical? Definitely. But easy? Absolutely not. Why? Because to implement these techniques effectively, you have to learn how to say no. One of the most common drivers of burnout is overwork, pure and simple. And I'm not talking about working hard on high-value initiatives that make a difference. That should be steady state for any ambitious and competent leader. I'm talking about the never-ending stream of seemingly low-value or irrelevant tasks that land on your desk. Work that has little purpose or connection to value and overall team and company performance. These tasks often come either as mandates from above or bright ideas from below. And both can be just as damaging. So you need to learn how to push back. Now, obviously, you don't want to become the department of no, but you do need to be able to clearly articulate your team's position. How can you maximise the value you can deliver with the resources that you have allocated? In episode 61 of the No Bullshit Leadership podcast, I outline many of the situations where you may need to say no and how to approach each of those circumstances. That episode's really worthwhile revisiting. The easiest way to say no is to lead the other person through your thinking so that they work it out for themselves. If you give them the rationale and help them to understand your perspective, they'll most likely understand why it should be a no before you have to say it. In order to do this, of course, you have to be incredibly clear on your program of work. What are you doing and how does it create value? If you have real clarity on this, it opens the door to a discussion about the relative value of any work your team is asked to take on. 
Now, it's generally the case that you can't add more tasks to your work program without somehow compromising what you're already doing through either late delivery, reduction in quality or scope, and increased risk. So when you're asked to take on more, it becomes a question of whether or not the value the new task would bring justifies the compromises that have to be made to deliver it. Unless you can articulate the value proposition of your current work program really clearly, you can't even have that conversation. Because there's no real basis for pushing back other than to say, we're already too busy. So when you're faced with the prospect of having to push back, you can follow five really simple steps. Step one, articulate the value of the proposed task in relation to your existing work program. Step two, give your rationale for either considering the request or pushing back on it. Step three, be flexible and demonstrate a willingness to say yes. Step four, but also be highly rational and decisive about why taking it on might be counterproductive for the company. And finally, step five, explain your constraints and explain your drivers. The more insight you can give your boss about your thinking, the more likely it is that they'll listen to you. Of course, to do any of this, you'll need to be able to handle conflict and let go of your need to be liked. Respect before popularity. (laughs) But that's another topic altogether. For more depth on this insight, listen to episode 61 of the No Bullshit Leadership podcast, Learning to Say No. We'll leave a link in the show notes. I really hope you enjoyed this moment and that it gives you that little extra spark to be a no bullshit leader.